0: Welcome listeners on the episode of Escape from Planet A for you. I'm your host Chris here with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. Uh, happy President's Day to you and I hope you've been spending it well. Yeah, you know, just hanging out.
1: Didn't have work today, so that was always good. Well, that's good. I mean, would yeah. you, have you had President's Days where you had to work? Uh, well, I don't know. For some reason, I'm just not used to having President's Day off. Uh, maybe because I just don't, it's like a weird holiday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, no one really is like, oh, I'm looking forward to President's Day. Maybe for the uh, sales, because there are a lot of sales, right? So,
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't even know there were sales. Well, it is the last holiday for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like a holiday desert, or tundra <laughs> uh, is a more apt uh, description. And then we got, what is it, Memorial right. Day?
1: Is yeah, something like that. Or is it
0: Veterans Day? I don't know. One of those days in May, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, but speaking of presidents, did you see Truth Social, the new
1: Donald Trump social media platform, came out today? I've I've heard like rumblings of it, and and you know people have opinions on it, but uh, I didn't I didn't know it launched today.
0: Oh, I, I didn't know it was launching today. I, I was just on Twitter and I saw it, and immediately I went up to sign up for it. Okay. And the thing is, it it puts you on a wait list, and <laughs> I I mean if we had Philip or. Jong or Jess on, they could tell us. But to me, who doesn't know much about tech, that seems like a big failure. If you launch your product, you're like, oh, too bad. Here's a, my number is something like 109 or a 1,000, something pretty large. What I I wonder what they're doing that for. Is it like... My hunch is that their coding or whatever you call that is totally behind. It's probably like technology that's like three years out of date. But they probably want to time it with President's Day. So they launched true, it, even true. though it's not ready. Anyway, all listeners, if, if when it goes up, you can find me. I, I chose my handle as at hater and loser. <laughs> it, it's probably just going to be a very laggy, low rent Twitter. I mean, why do we really need another uh, another social yeah. media micro blogging platform? But it's just funny because, you know, Trump, that is what he's going to do for the rest of his life. Uh, just try to either get back on or get back at Twitter because that's all he cares about.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um is it gonna be similar in style as as Twitter, or is it just sort of microblogging like you said? I have or, no idea. It,
0: I don't really care. I am curious yeah. what
1: what it'll be like, though. What what people will say if he's even gonna be on it? I mean, it might be the only reason to be on it is to see his crazy tweets because sometimes they're just hilarious. Well, obviously, like, I
0: mean, you know, you know what a big fan I am of his, yeah. his tweets. But I also think, like, if if it has the stink of a of a loser platform, I think he'll be kind of embarrassed and not be on it. So maybe he'll just get one of his underlings <laughs> to to just pretend it's him. But you know, he it's only the, only the best and finest for him, right? The most luxurious. He can't be a loser on his own
1: platform, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. So with this episode, uh, we've uh, our last episode was on the Christina Yuna Lee murder, and yeah. we just thought that was a really heavy topic and i know that jong and teen are talking with the the people over at uh this like martial
1: arts self-defense organization yeah i think they're called uh the dragon combat club
0: yes i think that's what it's called i keep wanting to call them a dragon punch which is (laughs) not right
1: but there, there, well, they'll, they'll teach you how to drag and punch, I guess. Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, anyway, that part is is, is going to happen sometime down the road. And, you know, so there's going to be more on on that front. But we thought, you know what? Why, why don't we at least try to lighten it up a bit? But <laughs> just a few hours ago, apparently Russia has invaded Ukraine. I have no idea. They did? Well, I don't know. That's what some people are saying on Twitter. But I just don't know. Because, like, Russia just inspires so much hysteria ever since 2016. Just don't know what's right anymore and i think even if we wanted to at least the two of us i don't know anything about this so it's not like we could even pot about it if we wanted to between the two of us so uh just just no yeah, uh, yeah. but this attempt to th- keep things a bit lighter um is in the light of you know whatever some some, i don't know i have no idea how to how to measure this so we thought we would talk about various things we the winter olympics have just wrapped up so we wanted to talk about just Just, you know, how how a lot of the American media is reacting to it, and it seems like the overall consensus was, oh, this Olympics sucked, this was, you know, worst Olympics ever, which is what uh, the National Review literally said. But it's not just the right wing. You've got, uh, you know, the New York Times calling this like a joyless triumph for China, which I guess means they had to concede it was at least a triumph uh, for China. But hey, uh, it was not fun. So, you know, at what cost, right? Uh, but then right. <laughs> a lot of people have been harping on the ratings, which is like, duh, what did you expect? Uh, I'm sure like the Tokyo Ra- uh, Olympics were a, a ratings disaster as well. And I, I think I read a lot of those articles and, the, and they're like acting as if these Olympics were like the hippest, most uh, just cherished thing until now. And then everyone turned it back. No, the Olympics have been on a huge decline since I don't know, Adam. What was like last Olympics you genuinely enjoyed and were like felt that I very I genuinely
1: about? cared about? Yeah,
0: and you felt like others cared about, so it wasn't just like your own little weird thing.
1: <laughs> um, it had to have been way back when I was like, you know, a teenager. Oh I think. shit! A <laughs> um, long time ago. When when um, when M- 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 Michelle Kwan was was skating. Oh yeah. That was the last time I think I actually like. Oh, really yeah. really
0: that must be yeah that was the 90s and that was that was long yeah that, ago. that
1: was like the last time I really really cared like personally mm-hmm. um I think obviously people kept caring I think like when Sean white first like when snowboarding was first introduced mm-hmm. there was like a big surge I think of interest in America and uh, I but I remember thinking even cynically back then that um that the United States had sort of pushed certain events to make them Olympic sports because we knew we were going to dominate them right, that and it was going to inflate our uh, medal count. But now, you know, <laughs> now with snowboarding and stuff, uh, it's not dominated by the U S anymore.
0: So <laughs> yeah, Japan is for some reason, crazy good at it, but that's the thing about medal counts. I mean, who cares about the winter, Oh, metal I'm I'm gonna look at it right now. Um, I know Norway
1: probably has like a thousand medals. Well, they
0: always right. they always do. Uh, it's always like Norway, Austria, Germany.
1: Germany is surprisingly dominant.
0: Well, Germany, I I can see yeah. they do well the summers as well. Oh shit, Austria way down in seven. Anyway, yeah, it's always like Austria, Switzerland, um, Norway, yeah. and it's just like. My rule is if Austria is number one in anything, uh, except for maybe like early classical music, um, that that ranking is not to be is irrelevant to anything worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and not to hate on Australia, uh, Aust- <laughs> Austria, Austria. Australia. Australia. <laughs> not to hate on Australia. I've been there once. Uh, Salzburg, very nice city. Uh, but yeah. So and, and it turns out like China beat the US by one gold medal again who gives a damn I guess I think it's kind of funny that I guess Eileen lose two gold medals yeah uh, <laughs> tip the scales tip the scale but again it's also <laughs> so silly when countries try to one up each other on the medal count just because it's like who cares nobody remembers I mean, do you remember like anything from years ago
1: no I mean I, I no, I, I don't remember whether US won the medal count didn't win the medal count you know I, I, I think maybe internally in some countries they use that more um to sort of maybe um you know fund certain sports or uh you know i think maybe back when we were growing up like uh it would help with um getting funding for like women's sports which is important but i I generally don't care that much and i kind of i find it funny that like the times was calling it a joyless olympics like joyless like you were saying like joyless for whom i mean the athletes are having a great time. Athletes like, are having
0: a great time. And I think the whole, well, this is what I've heard, you know, I haven't really done my own in-depth in, in depth research on this, but this was mainly by China for China. And, you know, maybe the Chinese people really loved it. And that's all, like, they don't care that, like, you know, 100 million Americans didn't care. Plus, there was like the whole like time zone thing. Yeah. It was hard for us to watch. But uh, so I, I read the Slate article today, which I was like, okay, you know what? I, there's like a lot of articles here floating around gloating about these low ratings, even though, as I said, these ratings have been on a steady decline uh, for a while and, and trying to put an ideological spin. It's like, yes, you know, this is a, a rebuke of, of Xi Jinping and everything. But I said, <laughs> actually, if you if you count up all the like YouTube uh, views, all the streaming data, it, it could yeah. possibly be one of the highest watched in recent memory again i don't really care because i don't care about the winter olympics in general right but i'm not the one also pretending that this is some aberration like uh, and, a, and a triumph for american ideology or whatever and uh, another thing that kind of like I, I roll my eyes at is this uh this like heightened outrage about the, the russian women's yeah. skating team yeah which Obviously, it's like
1: well, that one skater, really. I mean, yeah,
0: but like I kind of know the background about like that that coach they have, um, and just yeah. wh- what a harsh system she runs. And it's like, yeah, that that kind of sucks. But it's also like, like the the U.S. women's gymnastics team overlooked like years, yeah. if not decades, of <laughs> sexual abuse, and and for them to suddenly pretend that that they're so outraged over. Um, uh valieva and everything is like I, well i think what they're really well obviously there's the russian geopolitics thing i think i think what they're yeah. actually con, uh kind of pissed off about is that Amer- apparently no american woman has even gotten a medal since 2006 no the american <laughs>
1: and that was, sober, been, yeah. that was a silver
0: that um, was a sasha cohen it um was 06 uh i don't remember let's see 02 was salt lake city 06 right. was turin uh turin
1: yeah. uh in italy Yeah, the American women have been irrelevant and haven't really even been close. So...
0: Yeah, so I I think what they don't like is like the new scoring system because it it rewards jumping too much. And for various reasons, um, uh, the American women can compete uh, as as the Russians, along with the Russians. So I think what they really want is is for the system to change back to the old ways uh, where Americans were better at it uh, for whatever reason. So not to say that there aren't things that ought to be changed because i've heard that uh basically the, the the problem with the the russian system is is that it, it like takes these young girls and makes it, it depends a lot on on like it's it's not about like being strong and, and muscular but being as mm-hmm. light as possible right and it's it, it apparently the the form they teach is like really bad and that's why they all get injured and, and kind of get washed up at 17.
1: Yeah, well, that's bad. I mean, look, that that's honestly bad. But, yeah. you know, um, the geopolitical aspect of the whole Russia Olympics thing is just, you know, and the IOC is not sort of, it hasn't uh, covered themselves in glory. Yeah, but we, we've integrity. known that for decades. <laughs> you know, decade, we know that so. for decades. And I just find it strange that like, we're get so upset with the russians like doping but then we still allow them to compete like if if it were as bad as people want to pretend it is then um they shouldn't be allowed to compete at all but they're not going to do that because then you know russia is way too powerful uh and influential to do that
0: you know the uh, uh, british so. uh 4x100 men's relay team got uh their silver taken away for doping <laughs> what the swimming one no the, the sprinters oh so the- chi- china got yeah in in the summer in track and Field yeah oh. four by one hundred
1: <laughs> yeah and China yeah. got upgraded from fourth to bronze so to bronze. yeah that's <laughs> see that's the thing it's like we're all they're all doing it man yeah it's um so yeah I I was just I was just uh, sad for Velueva. Um, because yeah. because she's fifteen man I mean she's a child and um she's through the ringer and then like her coach is screaming at her afterwards and you know it it was just it was all bad and like who are we kidding Mm -hmm. (laughs) who are we kidding here yeah um so yeah i mean that's the end of the winter olympics i mean
0: no olympics during the covid uh even if it was like during the heyday of the olympics which maybe it was like the 90s i'm not sure it would have been kind of a weird thing but you know these days nobody just nobody cares um and yeah yeah. it, it was just very irritating to see like all these publications trying to Turned this uh into an idea like I guess they lost on every front. No, there wasn't a COVID outbreak. No, there wasn't some um I don't know, other disaster, you know, Eileen Gu did very well. Um, but it's like focus on the happy stuff. There's some Asian American athletes did well too. Yeah, I mean, Nathan not, Chen I mean, like, won the yeah, gold American medal. Athletes, finally. I mean, but um, yeah, a lot of them Ch- happened yeah. to be Asian American, but like yeah. but no, they gotta they gotta be miserable like sour grapes uh bastards. So
1: they had to write weird articles like why are there so many Asians in figure skating? No, the, no, I thought yeah. that
0: was a little bit overblown, honestly. They were like, <laughs> yeah, overrepresented. That's just simply yeah. a fact. It's like, if you are it, yeah, definitely. a certain percentage of the population, but you are bigger in a group, yeah, you by fact, you are overrepresented. But some people... No,
1: uh, yeah, it, that, it wasn't a big deal to me, but it was just, I think it was the weird phrasing, like vividly overrepresented or something. It was just a weird I sentence.
0: think it's a little purple prose. I think he, yeah. was, or, he or she, I don't know if it's a man or woman who wrote it. Uh, is just trying to say, it's kind of, uh, it's very visible in, in, right. as opposed to right. like behind right. the scenes. I mean, especially with, with like skating is a very individualistic, visible sport. You're not like bobsledders all in a helmet. You're you're like, That's very, true. it's all about presentation. Uh, but I, I mean, we kind of talked about in the previous episode about how Asian Americans can't really get mad at the stuff that really matters. So we yeah. uh, redirect yeah. all our energy at this bullshit, whether it's about noodles or, you know, dresses or one word in some article that i i think i didn't read it but i think it was overall
1: saying hey this is kind of cool yeah yeah but yeah so it wasn't a bad article i just thought it was a funny thing Mm -hmm. that's all all right moving on um okay our our friend
0: bill Maher had his a segment uh, recently called like uh you know we should stop kowtowing to china adam were you ever a fan of bill Maher?
1: um maybe for like five minutes (laughs) at some point (laughs) when i was like 15 you know but a long time ago uh, mm-hmm. I haven't been a fan of his in, in a long time. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't grow up with HBO, so like, I could never, yeah, neither did really I, really watch his stuff. So I was aware of him, and I knew he was sort of a comedian, but um, with the with the political streak. But even grow either even as an adult with like clips on YouTube and everything, i just, it, I was never a big fan of his. He just, he tried to make being smug and smarmy like a, a brand. <laughs> I'm just like, that's not. And I'm not, and I'm not, I was, I guess I used to maybe be a closer to him politically as a liberal, but, um, I haven't been that way in a while. So even politically, I never, I never felt like I had to defend him or, uh, he was never on my side. Yeah. I, I always
0: kind of admired him for saying like right after 9-11 that, uh, the, the hijackers, weren't cowards because that was the thing to say right after 9-11 oh, these cowards yeah. they just you know killed civilians but he was saying like i think his exact line was like no we're the cowards for lobbing cruise missiles those guys you know they they may be evil they may be depraved but certainly not cowards if they're committing yeah, suicide yeah. but <laughs> lately i don't know so every now and then i'll just like catch him on youtube because you know his uh, little segment on real time is like seven eight minutes long right and if the monologue
1: just- right as he calls it
0: Well, the new rules section, I think, I think that's what it is. Or I think now it's just, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just a monologue. And yeah, if you're just like eating and you just need to watch like five minutes or something, it's like a, it's like a thing to do. But lately he's just sounding really like a old cranky guy. Yeah. He's been that way for a while. Whereas before he kind of gave more a sense that he was kind of making fun of the old cranky guys. But now he's like, I can kind of sympathize with him when, you know, he talks about, certain like social justice stuff gone overboard or sure. you know how our pop culture now sucks or something but even when he his, his overall point is right the way he does it just sounds way too like old man on porch uh you know it's right. like, yells
1: at cloud <laughs> like, yeah well, you
0: know where are my dentures you know i need to i need to complain but anyway he had this segment where it's all about how the u.s is like sucking too much sucking up too much to china and it gets off to a great start. And I actually appreciate him for saying this because it just gets right to the point where he brings up Eileen Gu and he says, like, oh, yeah, China can steal our technology, can um, yes. you know, harm us economically, take property, our jobs, or yeah. what they cannot absolutely do, where we draw the lines when they take our hot freestyle skiers, which I thought was like, thank you for just saying it out loud. I know some people are going <laughs> to get mad at him for it, but at least he's saying uh, what's on his mind. And he says something else that's like that kind of primitive. Uh, but real thing later on but i, I you know what i'm saying what, what did you think like when he just said that out loud
1: oh yeah i mean it's it's probably true like you said like he's being honest um it's creepy as hell but um i think it's very in line with uh what we've been seeing in other outlets right uh maybe in a more angry tone but and he says it in a sort of jokey way but um yeah i mean uh, Tucker Carlson and and a lot of other pundits have yeah have said similar things like they're just they're upset that she's hot (laughs) Mm -hmm. and 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 and, uh skis for China (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah I mean he was being honest but I was like I kind of rolled my eyes I'm like you're a little late to the game (laughs) you know but uh yeah he he was being honest it 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 started out okay and then he got worse and worse and worse but
0: uh yeah and then uh like I'm trying to run through my mind because a lot of stuff he says is like very standard, like Reddit stuff. Yeah. You know, he complains about Peng Shua, He complains about Daryl Morey. He complains John about John Cena. John Cena. I, 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 I want to get back yeah. to John Cena. Yeah. I don't think you play about Blizzard. That would be uh, very, very, very Reddit-like. But uh, you know, yeah. it's in the spirit of it. Um, and a lot of it is about like movie censorship. He brought up some weird thing about Top Gun, which like, I'm sure nobody gives a shit about. Uh, who yeah, knows no one, no one was out. looking
1: at the patches on <laughs> on, on on Cruise's back. Uh, right during right. Top Gun. That's something you notice when you've watched it like a th- hundred times like right. Bill Maher has probably.
0: But it's also like symbolic, right? And and it, yeah. regarding John Cena, I thought this was another thing like about iLingo where he just said what, why people are so upset Amer- some Americans are about uh, John Cena is that they said if China can make basically like a, our macho action stars grovel like that, then we know they're we're their bitch. And he's right. like, okay, that is exactly why some people are so uh, upset about john cena and yeah this guy just comes out and says it which i and in again, their own language he says
1: in their own language
0: right 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 uh so. that is that that's the added kicker he's like no 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 he's like yeah I, I could just sense bill maher saying you know when i was a little boy you know we said like ching chong and right, we got away right. with it and it was them who groveled to us it was yeah. their yeah uh, macho action stars whom we uh basically emasculated which we you know that long trail history of that where mm-hmm. you know all those especially like those hong kong action stars came over here and they were just like ass clowns on on in the media and they're like wait a minute uh we're supposed to do that to you you're not supposed to do that to us mm-hmm. which uh you know makes me just look at this with some ha ha that kind of attitude yeah like, definitely you know it's like obviously not nice of china to do that to anyone but you know you've been doing that to asians for a long time. And if it's kind of like two shitty entities uh, doing it to each other, I have no dog in this fight. And if anything, I am kind of rooting for the underdog in this sense.
1: Yeah. Um, and there was another line that he had about John Cena or I think related to other people like uh, like LeBron James. He brought up LeBron Oh, LeBron, LeBron James, James. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Reddit
0: loves to yeah. hate LeBron James and... and- yeah,
1: yeah, and he was. I think Mar had another line. He was like, "And you thought steroids made your, your made your balls shrink or something like that?" And I'm like, "Okay, clever, a little crude." Or was but
0: that LeBron? Or probably. was that John? Cena? It Cina? was about John Cena. Okay. But,
1: uh, but yeah, I mean, look, I love how people in the United States, especially someone like a Bill Marr, who is on, who's, mo- I mean, the majority of his media career has been on an outlet like, I guess HBO, which really hasn't censored him at all. Like he Mm -hmm. could curse, he could talk about anything. Um, But we've (laughs) like network TV has its prohibitions. Like you can't curse, you Mm -hmm. can't like, you know, it's not like United States media uh, for the home market, uh, especially is somehow this bastion of like complete freedom. It is not. So I find it very weird when like they point out like that they, that, china has censored or or not censored edited some scenes from friends to make it so that uh, i guess rachel or or uh one of the characters he said that ross's wife ross's wife is not a lesbian or something yeah uh and i'm like okay yeah is that great no it's not great um but it's not like the united states loves like you know lesbians um even I mean, to this I mean, they day.
0: Do, uh, they, I mean, like depends on, on what they look like and everything. Well, but, know, yeah. The I mean, L word was like, you know, it was, it was a hit show back in, back in my day. But no, I, I, yeah, I think what you're getting at is in the end, this is all about market power. And right. when the U S had dominant market power, it was great. And it made everything, every, like our gravity affected everybody else, you know, yeah. Uh, often probably to their negative, like, a negative outcome for them and now that gravity has shifted nowhere near what like when you know the u.s was like the sole superpower and china has nowhere near that kind of power but now it's a bit more there's a bit more parity and and suddenly now market power is bad that's why uh, a lot of right-wingers have suddenly discovered the (laughs) evils of corporatism after decades of you know like just being Pro business to to the hilt, right? Now suddenly they they've grown a conscience. Uh, you know, guys, maybe yeah. maybe our capitalism is kind of kind of bad. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, or like free trade that that's not good. And it's like, well, you know, you've what goes around comes around, basically.
1: That's right. Uh, and you live it, by the sword, you die by the sword, man. Right. So. Uh, yeah,
0: actually, I, I kind of want to go back to the Eileen Gu thing because because uh, this we never talked about, but a lot of people brought up the fact that like, why is Eileen Gu so hated by the US, whereas a lot of the American uh, hockey players who played for China weren't. Mm. And maybe you could say, oh, it's just like misogyny, like women can't do that, but uh, American men can. But then again, look at John Cena. Like, John Cena was i guess it was like the whole apology thing but but you know any any time someone like him is seen as being too friendly with china they they like attack him so i think what what's really going on here the, the difference between like an eileen gu and those hockey players is that well first of all those hockey players were no good to begin with <laughs> right like right. You, you got you got chris chelios's son who played in i like was the, just about to say KHL. jake chelios <laughs> jake chelios first of <laughs> he all he played for china yeah, first of all, what a fail, son! <laughs> because Chris Chelios is a Hall of Famer. Uh, love him or hate him, is one of the hall greatest of defensemen of all time. Yeah. A legend who played until he was like fifty almost, and his son uh, only can play in the in the KHL, the the Russian pros. Which you know, I'm sure it's a fine league, but it's nowhere near as good as the NHL. So, what's going on? Like, you know, that that that's a fail, son, right there. But I think I think the difference is, firstly, like they were. We weren't sending our best. No, uh, this was like our dregs, and I think the perverse kind of, in fact, any kind of pride. Because I, I read some articles where those hockey players were like, "Yeah, we've had a great experience," and and uh, you know, I obviously hockey's over now, um, but I didn't hear any. Like, I think the U.S. like won just like eight nothing or something, and and I heard no real bitterness. I think everyone just had a good time. Everyone knew that U.S. was way better. So it's like, it wasn't like some upset or so it wasn't like the, what do you call it? The Miracle on Ice or the Summit series. So yeah, I think everyone had a good time. And I think it was because, and the, and the reason there was no bitterness was, one, it wasn't the best Americans we sent over. But I think there was also this perverse pride that, huh, the worst of us is still better than the best of them, especially in kind of right. like, a, like a manly sport, like ice hockey. So I right. think there was this, on the Americans, there was like no real need to to be bitter about because it's like, you know, we, we kind of didn't want these guys anyway. And they're teaching uh, those, those like little chinks, uh, how to play uh, a real man sport. You know, it's like that, that's kind of, and, right, and right. even when they do, we, we crush them anyway. So, you know, uh, no harm, no foul. And if anything, it just exerts our superiority. Whereas with like an Eileen, who right. this was supposed to be like, as, um as Bill Maher just blatantly said, it's supposed to be our hut freestyle skier you know if anything uh, like the John Cena in, in the movie that plays in their minds the John Cena is supposed to go to China and rescue her and bring her to America and she becomes like our she, she like falls in love with America and, and you know renounces uh, backwards disgusting China that's the movie that's supposed to play in their head right, and, right. and everyone else's but kind of didn't work that way Gu represented China succeeded very well and uh, John Cena is apologizing in Mandarin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, it, yeah. So, yeah, but you're right. I mean, I think we, we probably said it before, but um, I think it's because she's good that everyone cared. Right. Um yeah. And uh, she, she came through and she's beautiful and uh, really smart. You know, she's going to go to Stanford. And um, if, yeah, if she had been a, a failed daughter, like, like Jake, chelios then um <laughs> no one would have given a fuck because uh first of all hockey is like you know probably even below uh, no it's not below mls but it's it's a i don't distinct, know I, th- I think i
0: think they're like kind of neck and neck got saying... up.
1: but um no yeah because no one cares about hockey in the united states right? it's, it's the it's so.
0: the zlatan effect
1: yeah yeah maybe <laughs> 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 but yeah no so like no one cares right and uh as 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 legendary as chris chelios is as a pl- player um I, I think it's just because we're sports guys plus yeah we're like i
0: plus i'm uh you know i was a hockey guy growing up the average american doesn't know who chris chelios is that's yeah. right
1: and you're you're from from um from canada no no but like chris chelios i don't know i'm just a sports guy so i know chris mm-hmm. chelios um but yeah like it's because she's good Uh, and she's all those things and and yeah and the narrative about how like no that person should be choosing america and because they're not uh it's it's much more of like an existential crisis um than if it's just someone that we don't care about um in a sport we don't care about um not representing us like we don't want them anyway so yeah um
0: There's another thing in his segment that I thought was very uh, funny. Uh, uh, This was another, just like thing of his kind of old man uh, ism now, where he was like, "Is this what's cool these days? You know, being pro-China and anti-America." I thought all you, uh, you know, hippity-hop Gen Zers were supposed to be all about, you know, LGBTQ rights. Well, did you know that China hates gay people and that's why they censored Ross's ex-wife? You know, right. (laughs) which I thought was really funny because I think, and, and this is why I see a lot of uh, kind of like right winger types think, they think that being supportive or sympathetic to China is the woke position, but it's really not. And it's not, because, not at all. Yeah. And we see it a lot because, you know, we're more active in like the Asian American spaces. Uh, you know, when, when we think of woke, we you know, we think about like social justice influencer types. Yeah, I mean, at best, being anti-China is bad because Asian-Americans get caught in the crossfire. But right, I think the standard right. woke position is that China is worse than the U.S., that the U.S., for all their faults, is still um, better than China. So just because, uh, you know, just because, the, the, like, yeah, the, we're, we always, they always harp on, you know, American imperialism and all that, and they are wary of, sinophobia to the extent that it harms Asian Americans but i think their framework is asian americans are, are like the good asians the ones who sometimes literally escaped asia but you know at least figuratively are mm-hmm. uh, have escaped from the clutches of whatever they call it they call it kind of like confucian or patriarchal or or hypercapitalist or religious or overly religious or just puritan or, or whatever they they characterize asia as and they're able to synthesize kind of like the the best of both worlds, but I, I don't think by any means it's woke to be pro-China.
1: I'd, I'd agree. I, I I think the woke position is to be pretty anti-China uh, in right. a lot of ways because of those things you mentioned. Like you know they're they don't like LGBTQ. Um, they don't you know they're, they're authoritarian. They're not as free. Well, that's true um, for so- let's say a lot of
0: Islamic. Like fundamentalist Islamic countries, or even like supposedly secular Islamic countries. But it is woke to kind of protect those countries in a way that it's not China. And I think that has a lot to do with right. just like American conceptions of race and, you know, basically the yellow people not being given the same sympathy as, uh, you know, like the, the Muslim people. Well, you know, they, they think of it as, a, as like a, a racial group. Yeah, it's like you, you go to any woke space and, you know, they're they're not going to like it when Trump, you know, Trump went on and on about China, you know. uh, And, but if you ever hear the standard woke crowd list all the crimes he committed against minorities, you know, through his words, you know, they would say the Mexicans, the Muslim ban, Muslims, women, even like white women, but nobody ever mentions China because in their minds, I think like, yeah, they kind of deserve it.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't, yeah, like, I, I would even say with, in in terms of the Middle East, like, I don't think it's necessarily a woke position to defend any of those countries or to... Um...
0: I, I do think there is a lot of, because, like, those things you said about why the woke or, like, the social justice crowd won't outright support China because it's authoritarian, because it's, like, patriarchal, that goes exactly for a lot of islamic countries but sure, I, yeah i think there is because it's all tied up with the palestine thing i think it is True. often kind of like social suicide to bring that up uh and, and you can tell because like i don't know I, I just don't see a lot of outrage among these people about like say a lot of shit that goes on in a place like pakistan or you know other countries like that that's true. Un- unless they're, I think, very, very kind of like feminist and and they care most, like the thing they care about most are like women's rights above any other concerns. I, I think some of those people bring it up. But I think those people also run the risk of being, oh, you're just doing the w- carrying water for the imperialists and all that. Whereas when it comes to Asian countries like China, there will be something like, oh, did you know that, you know, on, on like some like social media, some actress- Got got like a dick pic or something, which is really not at the Mm. level of say like like a Pakistani woman getting acid thrown in her face, but it's kind of played at the same level, right? Because they're they like you know the yellow race doesn't have that kind of woke uh, protection, so I mean that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but I think just Bill Maher doesn't know what. Oh yeah, yeah. Bill Maher types honestly think that they think any yeah they think like anyone who who. i don't know criticizes america is woke or something like that yeah it's weird
0: okay yeah so the so that's bill maher and then um something else we wanted to talk about so there's this new thing apparently coming out called joy sauce which <laughs> i i think it's actually very, kind of, very adorable how hopelessly lame they are did you watch that video that's on their website
1: oh god no okay. i didn't I mean, even first know they of all, had one
0: yeah, like, I had I trouble finding them because when I typed in Joy Sauce, it's actually a Filipino-American San Diego photo- uh, photog- wedding photographer who was like the first couple of hits. <laughs> so in her Discord, I'd be like, can somebody please send me the direct URL? Because somebody had told me that there was this cringe video starring George Takei. I watch it and just like, I mean, do they honestly think, who is this going to appeal to? It's it's just it's just like... It, Status quo Asian American culture is terminally, terminally uncool. Yeah, yeah. And I think the the whole motto of the of the site is, and I think they say this like no politics. We're just trying to be happy. Joy sauce. Yeah. And then you know some people have criticized that name, saying it kind of sounds like, mm-hmm. like I can say it here, but you know just mm-hmm. use, use your imagination. <laughs> You're all thinking <laughs> it. I'm not the perverted one here. But and it's just it remember um yum yum f you offend what was it what was that sound for you, you offend you
1: offend me me you offend my family
0: or something like that yeah I, I remember that coming out like 10-ish years ago i think it was supposed to be this it's something similar yeah I, fr- I think
1: okay yeah so from jeff yang i think
0: it was i think it was backed
1: by justin Lin. But I think oh, he abandoned it. Jeez.
0: I don't know anything worthwhile that came out of it. Not even like a measly like viral video. And I don't know. This just kind of has the same flavor. It just... It has that like banana mag, yum yum F. Just this vague, um, neutered, happy-go-lucky type of... Just, you know, it's yeah, nothing. And, it's-
1: and it was such bad timing. Because like I think it came out like right like a week after the christina yuna lee murder right and, or um, like
0: sandwiched in between dad and Michelle yeah and michelle Goh and, 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 let's and people not were
1: still sort of like grappling because honestly i'm still grappling with you know michelle go and christina yuna lee and um there's Ely, and there's all and if so many people right yeah and so many attacks so like it's like every day there's a new one um yeah, it's
0: like like hee let's not be political let's I mean, this is okay. I, I, I'm sure like a lot of these. I, I saw like some people like retweeting this, and I think they might be the types who would be like, uh, oh, so, you know, subtle Asian traits is so cringe and all that. I mean, this is basically subtle Asian traits, but, but for website, older people. Um, or <laughs> it's or like maybe for that. old people, right? <laughs> like, like,
1: um, and it's just like, yeah,
0: yeah, why is Asian America so uncool? It's just, it's just hopeless, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's not, it, there's obviously we 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 can't just be um following the sort of depressing news all the time and not you know we're I'm not I'm not saying that we can't have fun or be happy or any of this stuff, right? Um it just when, when you're announcing like a project, you have to be just smarter about this stuff. And um what's also really funny is that this was the same p- group of people who are trying to who tried to launch um yoke like a year ago you mean relaunch something. Yolk, right because that or was something from yolk. the 90s right yeah but they didn't but so they got roasted because they didn't even know that Yolk had existed the other Jeez. Yolk. <laughs> so they had to like immediately stop and then they came back like i guess they waited like long enough or maybe thinking that like people had forgotten about <laughs> Yolk, <laughs> and then they came out with joy sauce and then people were like have you know people just have receipts right because like the group of people that came out with this, I think, is Cranky Wang part of this, right? Yeah, she's, I think,
0: one of the, like, if not the lead editor, which, you know, says right. everything.
1: So, like, w- people hate those, t- her and other people involved with her. So, like, they keep the receipts. So, as soon as Joy Sauce was announced, they're like, this you? And they go back to the whole yoke failed launch. So, it's just, I don't know. I-, I think the reason why they have to try to keep doing this is because. Um, they need to try to, uh, come up with something that's more permanent than, um, their guest columns or their, their own little podcast. Uh, and, um, cause this is their livelihood. So they have to try to launch something that might have broader, uh, cultural relevance and live on so they can get paid. Um, but they're just so uncool. They just don't, they're not cool. So no one cares.
0: Or, you know what? cool is uh well remember remember that uh you know that Simpsons episode though, the hollabalooza episode
1: where no, I homer becomes a freak
0: at the oh, I know. No. okay then i can't make this joke but anyway in the end marge like is so desperate to be cool and she's like asking her kids like am i cool kids and they're like no and she says well that's what makes me cool right not caring they're like no and then it just, it just ends with homer and marge trying to figure out how to be cool and obviously it's 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 like he's like you can't try you know if you no. try you're gonna fail yeah. uh but so you know what at least if it's not cool that's fine at least be entertaining be, be something but it just i just saw some of the you know stuff that was in that video it just seems like that same type of self-esteem bullshit uh and you know nothing interesting will get said because it's all about making sure everyone's feelings are carefully uh you know protected and aimed at you know the type of asian americans who like you know was ashamed of being Asian until they were like 25 or that kind of garbage. And just uh, do they honestly think this is going to succeed? I don't know what's worse that this is all a cynical attempt to swoop up some, I don't know, maybe a very Asian got a influx of, you know, billionaire donations from that Asian dude who owns the LA Times. So they're like, okay, we got to disperse it somehow. Let's pay ourselves these salaries for a a project we know is going to fail. Or do they honestly think this is going to succeed? Honestly, I don't know which one is worse. I don't know.
1: (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Again, like you know, it's. I sort of saw it. I was like, oh, this is funny. I'm not gonna. It. It's not for me. And I sort of just ignored it. Um. You know. I mean, there are a lot. A lot of more important things to to to, to talk about and or to not to not talk about, but to just concentrate on. Um. And if I'm looking for something to like occupy my time with stuff I enjoy, that is not going to be on my list. Just it's not. So Rem-
0: remember, uh, if my memory. Uh, Serves me correctly. I think one of the first Plan A, you know, kind of like calls which everyone was on. I think one of the first things we were like, we are not. Two things we were not going to do: one, name ourselves after food, yeah, and two, name ourselves uh, like Asian anything, like collaboration right. or mm-hmm. uh, amazing or imagination. Mm-hmm. Like those two were, fucked that, we're not doing that. We're we're going to go like totally abstract, and you know, Plan A is kind of abstract. It is. It it, it kind of. It really doesn't have anything to do with Asianness, and I, I for one, am very proud of that. Not because uh, I want to distance myself, but it's just it's so fucking lame to name uh, yolk like.
1: Yeah, dude. Well,
0: I, I guess they didn't name themselves egg. That would have been really, really bad.
1: At least yolk is. <laughs> yeah. Yolk. Yeah, but, but all but even if it's food, right? It has to be yellow. It has to be something like that. Like, yeah. there's banana. The bananas banana are egg. yellow. Yolk. The yolk is yellow. Um. Mochi Meg, I don't know if they're still around, but I remember they, yeah, they were well, around when we kind
0: it. of yeah. uh we started. And it's just like why are we naming ourselves after food all the time, you know? Um
1: Well who wouldn't you wouldn't know it's Asian? That's right? true,
0: yeah. And, and but it's it's just so low level.
1: But uh on the on the on the topic of things that we're, we're enjoying. Yes, let's, let's be positive. Yeah, let's, let's move let's on let's to positivity. Try to be positive. For the last
0: stretch of this episode, as I said, we're trying to make this up a little bit lighter. So let's end on a positive note. And Adam, this was your idea. Do you want to talk about some stuff that's like we're reading or watching yeah. and we're enjoying? So why don't you start something that, that's occupying your time in a good way?
1: Uh so I guess I'll start with stuff I'm watching, and I think it's also fun because um, uh, Eliza um, watches this as well, is the show on HBO Max, uh, Peacemaker. Oh, I heard good things about uh, it. Uh, John Cena yeah. <laughs> is in it.
0: The great John Cena. Uh,
1: the great the great John Cena. Um, the amazing, great John Cena. Um, but it's, um, it's by James Gunn, who uh, had directed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which I think are the best marvel movies um because they're just not serious right it's like it he's making a movie about a team that has a talking raccoon a talking tree uh and is flying in space like they're in they're in goddamn space like um make it fun man like why are you taking it so seriously so that's really good um and i think just john it's just ridiculous it's a ridiculous show it's it's really funny um and uh it's short it it just ended with eight episodes uh and um we'll see if it continues but I, I was i really enjoyed it uh and then um i've also been uh playing the game lost ark oh i heard um, that was good yeah so uh <laughs> when we were talking earlier about true social and how you had to um wait to get on it because there are probably only like a few thousand people who want to join um but lost ark um had to uh scramble because they had like one and a half million people <laughs> trying to get in mm. um and play it all at the same time uh so it's been fun i mean it's a it's a south korean uh, video game and uh it's sort of like i don't know if people are you are familiar with diablo um I'm but sure it's, they are. or warcraft the original warcraft not um oh so it's a MMO. strategy game no no so i'm talking oh. about so it that's the perspective like it's like in the in game speak it's isometric so oh, yeah, like it's a like classic from top down. rpg yeah. type yeah and but it's an it's a multiplayer it's it's an MMO like War, world of warcraft um and uh it's it's free to play um it's oh it's really good it's a lot what, of fun what what makes
0: it better than the other many MMOs out there
1: i like the i like the style of it like the isometric so it's like you're you're looking down and, you know, your little characters running around. It's very colorful. Um, there are a lot of different options of, like, character you can play with different weapons. And, you know, so there's magic and guns and bows and just, you know, martial artists. Um, there's, like, a distinctly Asian feel to it. So it, it – I don't know how I can – it feels like it was made in Korea. Like, it doesn't feel like it was made by Americans, uh, which is a little refreshing. Um and uh, it's just fun, you know. Uh, I don't know, and it's new, so I think probably because there, there's there's a, a new factor to it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I've been uh, that's what I've been watching and doing. I mean, playing and playing. I'm actually playing Knights of the Old Republic too. Oh, that's a classic.
0: It's all right. It's like I, I I've kind of gotten more into it now that i the Problem with these games is that before you get a lightsaber it's just very boring like I, I hate the idea of vibroblades but obviously without them i guess it's like well what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah. um but you know the idea of just this random trooper cyst trooper with a metal sword being able to even to stand a chance a against my yeah. double-bladed lightsaber just not right but anyway i just bring that up because it, i i like started it like a long time ago I barely remember the story. I don't really care. I just like going around killing people with with lightsabers. <laughs> so I've been doing that. Um, I've been reading. We need to talk about Kevin, which is a great novel. I've been very enjoying it. Do you know anything about this? There was a pretty well received movie made a little while ago. No, I, I never saw I it. Heard of it? But okay, so th- this is about a mom whose child commits a school shooting.
1: Oh, right um, oh yeah. Columbine. You know what? Yeah yeah i I think i've heard of this
0: and i just really like this book because i I just like it when you know the you get into the mind of someone who's just you know not like a particularly good person and it's it's from the perspective of the mom not the school shooter but the mom is like you know she never liked this kid because he obviously has mental issues she never wanted a kid in the first place um her husband oh my god i don't know if i've ever hated a character as much as i hate her husband he's like this kind of uh you know rah-rah conservative uh, americana kind of guy and he just like obviously uh sees their son as him and he's just like overlooking the just obvious psycho shit that their son is doing he's barely the mom uh stays at home gives up her her job she uh, it basically made a book kind of like the lonely planet she would go on these like low budget, travels all over the world and, and write about where to go and where to eat on a budget. But she had to give all that up because she had this kid so she stays at home mm. with this psycho devils you know, basically uh, Damien from The uh, from the Omen. Oh jeez. And and the dad uh, always takes the kid's side no matter like how many like li- little kids he, you know, he tortures and stuff like that. And oh my god, I hate, I, I can't remember like another character I've hated as much as him. Hopefully I'm not giving this book away but really enjoying it uh so that's uh highly recommended especially if you like just kind of like twisted books um speaking of twisted watching season three of you which we may do a pod on because teen is is a big fan of this show and i've been enjoying it um again it's about yeah people probably know it's about this like stalker psycho serial killer who gets obsessed with these women but people kind of side with him which is which is kind of a funny thing because what the show mm. does really well is it, it skewers the society of various uh, various kind of like subcultures. The first season was lampooning kind of the New York literary scene. The second one was like LA influencer culture. And season three is kind of like that California influencer culture, except now they're like mommy bloggers and mm. Silicon Valley dads and you know that kind of type. That's why I think people sympathize with the serial killer protagonist because hey yeah he's a murderer but yeah the people <laughs> kind of suck I don't mind if some right. spoiled MFA girl or some like I don't know Silicon Valley douchebag gets knifed I'm okay with that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I, I guess yeah I mean it'll be fun when you guys talk about it um, I should probably I mean there's so many shows to watch but um, it's probably one I I, I can binge Mm-hmm. Um so uh oh you know I've also been watching um or I've been uh, catch, uh just binging the um uh, Stargate TV shows like the old one from the 90s the yeah with so the MacGyver? original one yeah the original <laughs> That's the guy one played with with right? the yeah <laughs> and um so that show had like nine or you know, eight or nine seasons and then I've been watching the Stargate Atlantis which is the spin-off mm, okay um I am into these like just crappy, you know, late 90s early 2000s sci-fi Where are TV shows. you watching this?
0: Is it on Hulu or something? It's on or? Hulu, yeah.
1: Okay. Um well, I think the original Stargate was on Netflix or maybe on Hulu, and but I know Stargate Atlantis is on on uh, is on Hulu. Uh so I've been catching up on that and then also the show The 4400. Um I don't know if you, it's another like crappy um sci-fi show. Mm. <laughs> so. I don't know. I like these like just they're so they're so bad, but they're like good. Well, speaking of bad, I think it's a movie. I kind
0: of want to watch the the Anna Delvey movie. The one that I don't know if oh, Shonda Rhimes directed it or wrote it or produced it. But it doesn't she look... She was that like
1: scam artist,
0: right? Yeah. She was the the scam artist in New York City. I don't know. It just seems I, I know it's going to be bad, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be like bad that it's good, not bad that it's painful.
1: Right, right. But it's also sort of kind of like what you were saying about people who side with the serial killer and you. Like when I was reading about the whole Anna Delvey thing, I'm like, she's scamming like rich idiots. Like, I I don't feel that bad. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, there was a thing I saw on Twitter. Uh, Did you hear about this Tinder Swindler guy?
1: Well, there's a TV show on it now. Well, it's based on a real story. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's based on a real story, but. Okay.
0: So there was this, I think it was in The Independent, was asking, why are we not sympathetic or why are we less sympathetic to victims of romantic dupes Mm. as opposed to victims of someone like Anna Delvey? Right. Which I think that's kind of flawed in that nobody feels sorry for the dupes in either case, I think,
1: right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it depends on the case, right? But like, I would have much more um, sympathy for someone who's sort of catfish or something. Um, if, if there were like, uh, someone who had like a sympathetic background, like some of those catfish people, I'm like, wow, that was really jerk move to catfish this person. But if they're just sort of like, I don't know, just naive and dumb, uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily have sympathy or not have sympathy. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's just also, um, yeah, if you're duped romantically i think it depends on i, I think the problem with the tinder swindler I, I don't know that many facts about this case but the, the guy who who scammed them all was a guy pretending to be the heir of like a diamond fortune okay <laughs> so i think the thing is people are like okay he sucks but you were kind of you are kind of only into him for his money anyway and not only that which is like fine if you if you like people with money that's not the biggest crime yeah. in the world but it's also like, were you really that dumb that you honestly thought that this supposed diamond heir would constantly hit you up for like massive loans because he had no money? And I think he made up some story about being chased by some international crime. It was just, it was just ludicrous. So I think it's a combination yeah. of how, how are you so stupid to fall for this? And also your intentions of liking him in the first place did not mark you as the most admirable person.
1: Right and when did, when did this swindling uh happen?
0: I assume in the last few years. It probably didn't just happen.
1: Uh but so, yeah, I think it was fairly recent. And in and in the age of like the the Nigerian prince or yeah, whatever what scam, being too, yeah. like a known thing. Why mm-hmm. do you like Yeah, uh, I think
0: I think if you know, when when you scam the elderly, like everyone yeah, hates the scammer because exactly. it's like you're you're preying on a genuinely vulnerable people who at worst just wanted some company or or whatever but that, i think if you're that, like right. a healthy right. adult with supposedly with your you know mental faculties supposedly at their height um it's like then we're gonna judge you if you are too stupid to live <laughs>
1: right and, and look obviously what this guy did was criminal and you know if you was he caught or like they probably caught him right
0: well, yeah, he got caught. That's yeah, why. Yeah. That's why they're like. They they, I guess they know his identity and, then, and yeah. And, you know, everything. So
1: he should be punished to the extent of the law, whatever you know. Yeah, but, but you know, there's um, a difference between
0: criminal and wrong. Often,
1: not true. often, but you know, it's not unusual. And, yeah, for and it's it wrong. To it, it's coincide. wrong. I mean, I think it's wrong <laughs> to like you know defraud people and and be a con artist. It's mm-hmm. that's wrong. But it's different than yes, than uh, like you were saying, like when it's someone who's. You know, like an elderly person who's, you know, preying on the vulnerable and the is, is, yeah, is bad. Like that's that's much worse than like just preying on someone who's not that vulnerable. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it. I was like, uh, it's it'll probably be inter- entertaining, but I didn't watch it.
0: Yeah, I mean this this pod. I think we're gonna wrap up soon. Got some time. Maybe maybe I'll go watch that that bad Anna Delvey movie. Maybe it's worth a punt. I have no idea. But
1: <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that I that was a fun story. That whole Anadeli thing. I have to say. The thing
0: is, I tried to look up how she did it because I was just curious. Yeah, I honestly think it's just about f- just say. I think if you lie so much that, right? Uh, people just believe it because it's like, it, it like if you if you like go to a store and you're trying to buy like a fifty dollar item and you try to scam out of that, people are like, no, oh, fuck that bullshit. But you go to like some jewelry store. And like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll send you that like five hundred thousand dollars for that diamond bracelet. You know, just call my my accountant or whatever. That's like the lies. And it, especially if you look the part, the lie yeah. is so grand, though, they'll, they'll just be like, oh, sure, because I'm sure that happens. Uh, people with that, that kind of money yeah. are very just flippant and careless about their money. So they're not going to be carrying around exact change or whatnot. So, Right. Well,
1: yeah. And that type of thing would probably happen. Like, it's not like the first time that that's happened, right? Yeah. Where someone's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll call you later with it, you know? Yeah. So. Man, um, from
0: what I read, she just said yeah. she had money and people believed her. There wasn't anything that <laughs> yeah, right. devious about it. I don't know. Maybe there there is more to it. But at least from the stuff I read, it was just, I guess she just looked like a, a rich girl. So well, nobody questioned that. It. Plus, it's like yeah. very crass, I guess, at that societal level. To be like, well, you know, give, give us your uh, tax returns, uh, <laughs> right, right. which are probably prove, all bogus prove anyways. It, right? <laughs> so yeah, like- prove
1: it. And yeah, and I, I from what I've you know, read about or what I know about it, it was she was she was kind of like doing the pyramid scheme of cons. Like she would just like play one person off the other or like she would um, use another person to like help pose for the next person. It was it was funny. I don't know. I found it funny.
0: Mm-hmm all right um unless you have anything to add i think we can add it uh, uh we can stop it here yeah, yeah. Any, anything else you want to get off your chest
1: um i don't think so i mean i think you know we just had a fun time doing a potpourri um oh um uh K- Callen or is it colin colin Callen, that app that uh Colin, uh, colin right because you're calling colin. in <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 pronounced. It's it's spelled C A L L I N. So like you know. Yeah, anyway, I Colin, can see
0: why. Yeah, you think that.
1: Yeah. Um, they just launched their Android uh um mm. app. So um, you know, for the Android folks, you know, you can go on now and listen to um Trevor's show. And I think we're still sort of mulling over whether we're going to do our own little show on there. But
0: uh, right. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we may start doing in an- Colin. Call and- call and- I think you're talking Sorry. about a guy, like uh, <laughs> a name like Colin, but I don't know. Maybe it's like the uh, the fad now, Callan. Maybe it's some ancient Gaelic name, and everyone's like, naming their sons Callen.
1: Well, it's called Call In because the uh, it's not gimmick, but a good feature is that you can have people call in to your it's call, radio. It's show. Clubhouse. It's basically yeah, Clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. It's Clubhouse, but the the new feature is that, like a radio show back in the day, you could have callers. And um, you could have people call in. Oh, like, to the like show. actually
0: call in for Yeah. From so a it's C A
1: L L space I N, right? You're going to call into the show, but they just combined it mm-hmm. to, to make it <laughs> a single word.
0: Oh, just to cap things off with a super happy uh, thing. Did you watch the the Spurs City match?
1: Oh, my God. I, I didn't, but my brother texted me right after. He's like, you've got to watch this. Oh, yeah. So I watched the highlights, and I, it was just crazy. It was awesome.
0: I was not going to watch it. Honestly, I expected to get stomped at least, like, 4-0. But I I was doing something else, and then I checked the score, and it was about 30 minutes in. We were 1-1, and not only that, we had scored the first goal. And it was uh, Klushevsky who scored the first goal. I'm like, oh, great, you know, because he wanted me off to get a good start. I'm like, hey, maybe we got a shot. And then, well, it was a big, dramatic victory. And from the Leicester match, I knew not to stop watching until the final minute. That's right. And... The funniest oh, thing I thought was after Amara uh, scores this penalty, uh, they, all, all the City players run back with the ball, mm-hmm. which in effect just hastened their
1: uh, their demise. demise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that well, was yeah, Kulisevsky scored the first goal. He assisted on the the final goal. Oh, he, yeah, he was good. Um, uh, Benteke was, yeah.
0: was. I think he has to realize it's not Syria. This is a Premier League. You don't have yeah. that much time, but he. Lofted the ball to Kuliszewski, who yep, who made that then, great cross to Kane. Right, uh, it restored my faith. The la- last few weeks have not been good for Spurs no, fans. Not uh, at all. Yeah, but this is this is a nice nice reminder that you know we, we when we're healthy and uh, we're on the same page, we're actually quite good.
1: Yeah, and um, I was joking with my brother that like. Um, You know, some people will probably be like, oh, we need to keep Kane, keep Kane. And and as good as Kane was was in that game and as good as he can be, I feel like he's more valuable to the club to sell him for, you know, 120 million pounds and, you know, just buy more players. He's just one guy. I
0: think think we got to keep him. I think because I think all the top teams are going to go for the, the younger guys more and he's not even that
1: old but he's 28 yeah
0: but he's at the point where he's not gonna have much resale value that's true yeah so why not keep him he's still young enough him and son to build around we got the rest of the team is quite young that's true and let's try to win something with him like, yeah. like what who would we even sell him to I think I don't think I don't think anyone I don't, know. I don't know honestly Chelsea is probably the most likely just because I don't think they can afford like the Hollands or no, or whatever. They're not gonna get Holland. I think. I think. I think he's going to play Barcelona or something. And no, that, that would uh, be my brother Luka- really happy. <laughs> it's not working out. So you know, I wouldn't. But obviously, Levy is never going to sell them Kane. He no. would rather uh, commit suicide before that happens. Yeah, so no, I, I said keep Kane. Let's go on in. Let's let's try to win something with him. With him, son. Let's make something of this. Yeah, era. I mean,
1: they've got probably two years left in the window. Uh, and with Conte, they've got the right coach um, so
0: I don't know I could see kane I mean i, I don't want uh, let's end this because I don't, don't want to talk too much about soccer, but I could see Kane becoming like a good thirty four 35 year old son, I think is always evolving once he starts losing his speed I, I think he has enough right. tools to still be he does a very very good player and then, he's a very
1: smart player it's underrated because yeah, like, he just has so much pace.
0: But, yeah, and then like Romero, yeah. Klushevsky, Bentancourt, all these guys are like early 20s. Guys like Sessegnon might suddenly become a star. I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of, um, you know, Emerson's also very young. He's only like, what, 22, 23? Yeah,
1: no, he's he's been impressive to me. Yeah, so a lot of
0: young players. So yeah. I think we could get a good mix of like veterans and people in their prime. We'll see. Okay, so anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, somewhat lighter episode after after a string of heavier episodes. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)